the man, the myth, the legend. This is Legendary Beehives with the Crew 153 Fantasy Football Podcast. Before I dive into today's topic, which is the 2020 season preview, let me list the seven past Super Bowl champions for the Crew 153 Fantasy Football League. In 2015, the first season, Legendary B-Hops won the championship. In 2016, Team Must Wanted won. In 2017, Legendary B-Hops won again. In 2018, Team Conley won. In 2019, Team Cheetah won. In 2020, Team Blake won. And last year, Super Bowl champion in 2021 was just Zeke, Calf, and Montgomery. All right, the first topic is... I had a chance to um, ask each individual owner of the league um, five questions, and and our league is a uh, it's a twelve team full PPR league, and um, six teams make the playoffs, and the six teams does not make the playoffs. So the five qu- questions that I asked each owner was in order. Number one is what are your thoughts about your roster you drafted? Number two, what players are you proud that you drafted and why? Number three, are there any players? You drafted, you are having some trepidation about if, say, who and why. And number four, for you to make a deep playoff run and possibly win a championship, what needs what needs to happen for your team? And the last question was, any final thoughts? So I had a chance to catch up to um, catch up to Swift with Swift with it, which is, is which is Mike. And the first question he answered, he stated, "I am very pleased with the guts of my team. My skill position are explosive and deep." A little concern about the quarterback in tight end position, but I have faith that Lawrence makes a jump. Question two, he said, I'm proud that I drafted Gab, Gabe Davis and Marquise, Marquise Brown. Question three, he said, I'm worried about Trevor Lawrence only because he hasn't shown Heath Breakfast number one over our pick yet, but the odds are that he will improve on his rookie year and if so, will be more than worth the value because the rest of my team is better for it. And four, for a championship, we, we need to have um, no in-game injuries, better better than average quarterback play consistently throughout the roster. And he, he in the end of us says, we're ready to shock the world. All right. So that was Swift with it, Swift it, with it. And I was um, Mike. And then I had a chance to catch up to the owner, Cool Hand Loke. And he stated, uh, he says, very happy with my roster, solid blend of set, a set up and forget them starters who will perform consistently on a weekly basis. Well balanced bench to get a dub when, when needed for a bye weight or a step on a long term basis should injury occur. Number two, due to the way the first round is unfolded with the unprecedented pick of Travis Kelsey occurring before my selection, I was able to grab Camara in the first. No concerns or worries about a possible suspension because my man Shefty has been he has been consistent that that will be next season. This set me up perfectly to draft extremely undervalued Saquon in second and solidify my running back position. Going to draft was eyeing Cole Komet for my tight end. The draft went fun exactly as I, as planned, and I was just secure Justin Fields' only passing catching option. In question three, um, he stated that um, are there players you draft that you're having some trepidation about? He said um, James Robinson and Trelon Burks. And number four, for you to make a deep championship run, what needs to happen for your team? He said that um, he needs he needs for Barkley to return to pre a, a pre ACL form, Kamara avoid expansion, and Jalen Hurts uses weapons 
And number five, he said the team is ready to go and fire it up for week one. I had a chance to catch up to the next owner, who, who was Reese. The name of his team is Debo and Staff and Cooking. And he stated, I am pleased with my team on paper. I didn't have a perfect draft, but I'm confident my team will be in the championship contention. Just making a playoff isn't good enough anymore as my team has high standards. Number two, he liked that he I like that Dalvin Cook failed to me. I'm hoping to have a healthy and dominant and dominant season. Actually, Reese, did he have any trepidation about the season? He he said none. Wow. Question four. For you to make a deep playoff run and possibly win a championship, what needs to happen to your favorite team? He said we need consistent production. Also need guys to be ready to step up and rise above projection. Quest for repeat starts now. So that was um that was Reese, which is um Debo and staff and cooking. Had a chance to catch up with um with the owner of Team Blake, which is Steven. He said, I am confident in my roster and I think I drafted fairly well. I am proud of getting Herbert and Jones. I have some trepidation towards Mooney and Evans due to Justin Fields and Tom Brady having Julio Jones Godwin need Evans to get the T D catches. And number four, he said, um, to make a D championship run. I just need help. The league has quite a few knuckleheads to draft from. Don't hit, don't hit the wire. When I start to fall out, make dumb trades. If I'm on the top of six, it's because of health. And I was Steven um, from Team Blake. Had a chance to catch up um, with one of the user suspect, which is Corey. And he stated, first of all, I love the team I got. I think I did very well in the draft. I'm most proud of two picks. First, Chris Godwin, who was wide receiver two. I drafted him in the 70th pick. Second is Dobbins, which I got in the fifth round, and he has RB1 potential. Quest number three, Javante Williams is the one pick I'm not too sure about. Second, little player with great talent, but he has high expectations this season. I just hope he pans out. If he built off last year, I think we will be okay. Number four, what I just touched on, if Javante do what I need him to do, I think my team will be in the line to make a deep playoff run. And he said his, his final thought was, Made, made the best team win. I had a chance to catch up next with the um, with Young Conley, which is John John, and he stated, I honestly feel like our team is one of the most well-rounded in the conference this year. We have a plug-and-play plug players on the bench with some nice upside with established starters ready to carry the load. Obviously proud of Jonathan Taylor, but some sleepers will be Mark Andrews and Juju at the flex. Mark being excited and seeing if Juju can put TikTok down. I do believe he can add some good minutes at the flex position. It's all it's all a part of a plan. No trepidation on this roster. Okay. Number four. Number one key to simply stay healthy. Best ability is availability. And question five. Any final thought? He said, watch out. We're coming. And that was John John, the owner um, of, of, um, Young, of Young County. And then the next person I had a chance to catch up with, um, team Cheatham had to catch up with um, with Jared, and he stated, um, I feel pretty good with my team, with my wide receiver depth, and that being the most valuable in this league. I love the consistency I, I should get. Question two, what players are you proud of that you that you drafted and why? He stated, Travis Kelsey. He is basically a wide receiver, and everyone hates I grabbed him number one. And only tight end that even compares is Kittle, but Kelsey has the best quarterback in history. Every year, I realize that position is everyone's weakest. And he said, and then question three, what players you have some trepidation about? He said, MVS is currently my biggest concern. 
he's already played for one top three quarterback and was okay, but shouldn't be should should have been better. Hopefully he will be, be hopefully he will be with a slightly better better quarterback. And number four, for him to make a deep playoff run, he stated few injuries or minor injuries only will allow in my team to make a deep deep run. Injuries usually cause the biggest shift when it comes to the team going on good streaks or falling off. And like and that and that was um and that was the answers from um team team Cheatham, which is Jared. And then the next the next owner I had a chance to catch up with was um was Brian Muscle Milk of Magnesium. He said he said like all fantasy owners I have I feel a great deal of confidence. I ha- I had a plan and I executed it. But I know everyone got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. He's quoting Mike Tyson. Draft was a good but time to lock in. This is a real rounded team with stars and everyone. Question three. Are there any players you drafted you are having some trepidation about? He said none. F L G. Question four. What does it take to make a deep playoff run? Hands down, it is that my top guys have to stay healthy. Last two seasons, my two top picks, McCaffrey and Michael Thomas, has fallen victim to injury early and never recovered. Leadership starts at the top. My top guys' health is paramount. And number five, his final thoughts. Haters say Malcolm Michael Magnesium is nothing but a silly pretender. This year, we make our move. And that was Bryant, Muscle Milk and Magnesium. And those were the owners that I got a chance to catch up with. All right. Let me dive in. Let, let me dive in into some um, some analysis right now. I'm, I, I thank all the owners who, um, who who got their who got their responses in to the questions in a timely manner, so that I can um, include that um, in this in this podcast because I wanted them to to, ha- to have a voice before I give my expert um, a- analysis of what I saw um, in the draft um, this season. All right, before I break down um, each team drafted drafting. Let me let me explain um, the ranking system. Instead of instead of ranking the teams from one to twelve, um, the teams will be ranked as far as tier one. Four teams will be in tier one rankings, which are playoff teams. Um, then then it'll be two. It'll be tier two rankings, which will be in the playoff hunt to be four teams, and it'll be tier three rankings will be non-playoff teams. Obviously, those playoff rankings can um, can shift from week to week or from week to weeks. Or potentially, some teams can stay in their particular tier for most of the season or all the season um, based on their play. Let me start off, first of all, with the tier three rankings. So these are the four teams that are non-playoff teams. And keep this in mind, six out of the 12 teams make the team. The first team that I have non-playoff team to start the season is Team Cheatham, which is Jared. And here are some of my thoughts on his draft. Arguably, Jerry arguably made the worst single pick in fantasy football history by drafting Travis Kelsey at number seven. And, and Travis Kelsey's ADP was roughly low 20s. He could have drafted Kelsey at 18 because he still would have been there. But he wanted to take Tyreek Hill at 18. So I don't know what he was thinking. But he stated in the, in the, in the, in the questions that people um, that, that tight ends is, is a position that um, that is most people's weakest, and he, and he and he wants to have the advantage. He could have had the same advantage at 18 if he didn't want to draft a running back at seven because he stated 
running backs get hurt a lot. He was he was afraid of, of Dalvin Cook's injury history, and he thought Camaro was going to get suspended. That's fine. Don't draft Cook. Don't draft Camaro. I get it. Don't draft Barkley. That's fine. But go ahead and draft Jamar Chase for peace sake. But let's move on. Um, question marks regarding um, Team Tito's roster is um, Elijah Mitchell and Damian Harris. Those are his running backs. That's what happens when you when you don't draft right and you have running backs like that. For Jared to make the playoffs this year, his roster needs to needs some some major revamp major revamping. All right, that's my first non-playoff team, and my second non-playoff team is next in in line here, Jordan, and the owner is Tim. Now, Tim arguably had the worst overall draft in fantasy football history. And I have some documentation to prove that. Tim, Tim, now we could only draft 16 players, okay? So Tim drafted four quarterbacks out of his 16 players, and we are in a one-quarterback league. He drafted in this order. Round 8, pick number 87, Tom Brady. Round 9, Joe Joe Burrell, pick 106. Round 10, Trey Lance, pick 111. And round 12, Derek Carr, pick 135. So he literally drafted. So he literally has three quarterbacks on the bench, and you only have seven bench spots. So that leaves him with four players on the bench. Who does that? Who does that? Who does that? His starting. Now he he now the the he he does his two top players now are Devontae uh, Devontae Adams and Nigel Harris. He has those two top players. His 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 RB two. Is Devin Singletary? Do you believe in miracles? It would take one for 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 Tim to make the playoffs. All right, let's move on to our third team, our third our third non-playoff team, Muscle Milk of Magnesium. Overall, he had an above-average draft. Um, the pick Calamari at, at fifty-two that does bring that does bring him some some, some value at fifty-two. But let's see how he does without um, without Hopkins. He does have um, he does have he does have Ronda Moore and Hollywood Brown. Now Leonard Fournette at twenty one. Uh, if you basing that off of last year, that's a good pick at twenty one. But I was out the reports that I have that it might lessen Fournette's workload. So they lessen Fournette's workload, then Fournette might not be a value. He might not be a value pick at twenty one. Now he did pick up Cooper Cup at four. And he had a historical season of four. Can he do it again? With the right moves, with with the right moves, and some solid um, waiver wire pickups. Remember, Trey here and Trey there. Trey here, Trey there. Um, Muscle Mikkelmanism has a chance to get into the playoff hunt. And the last non non playoff team that I have to start this season is Watch Out Wigo. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. He did draft a talented roster, but it is flawed. And I'm going to tell you why I say it's flawed. Because, okay, he drafted he drafted Mahomes at pick 43, okay? Okay, he went ahead and got Mahomes at 43. He's thinking Mahomes is going to be a bitch, going to be a dog. It's possible he can. It's possibly not. Now, if you pick Mahomes at 43, you think you're done picking quarterbacks. Oh, no, not Jason. Let me go ahead and pick up Kirk Cousins and pick number 139. Why, why, why? Oh, I'm not done yet. Let me go ahead and pick up Justin Fields and pick on 150. No, 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 I'm not done yet. So why would you pick 
Why would you have three quarterbacks on your roster, and now you're just you're just mortgaging, you're just mortgaging um, death at running back and wide receiver in one one and in one quarterback lead. Now, Jason decided to go. His first three picks was in this order: Justin Jefferson as pick six, Stephon Diggs at pick nineteen, Michael Pippen at pick thirty. So again, why did why are you picking six, nineteen, and thirty? Three consecutive wide receivers. Now, I if you pick two out of the three, I okay, you can do that, but you can't pick three in a row because therefore you are mortgaging your running backs. Now, for your running backs, you have you have an unproven rookie, the hall the hall running back for for the Jets, and you have. Miles Sanders, who had who had last year, last year Miles Sanders had zero touchdowns. If you don't believe me, um, go look it up. Zero touchdowns. And on his bench, his running backs Kareem Hunt and um, Nehemiah Hines. It looks like one of those three wide receivers gonna have to be on a trading block soon to, to, to get you a running back. So for Jason to make the playoffs. His roster going to have some needs to be revamped. All right, let's go to tier two. These are the these are the teams that are in the playoff hunt. And once again, six teams make the playoffs. Let's start off with Young Conley, which is John John. He drafted some nice pieces. He drafted Aaron Rodgers. Now with Aaron Rodgers, now we all know that Devontae Adams is gone, so we know he got um um Lazard. And company okay now with Aaron Rodgers he has historically been able to take less and make more so let's see what he does Jonathan Taylor um who had a heck of a heck of a last year I think he had roughly 19 touchdowns first overall pick solid pick Mark Andrews who who can get you who will get you 40 and, and make a great comeback and, and just and just and just grip out a, a owner's throat. Solid pick. Now my question marks with John John Michael Thomas. His health. He's currently questionable right now. DK Metcalf. Question mark. His quarterback play. Who's throwing the ball? Juju. Question mark. Quarterback play. Who's throwing him? Who's throwing the ball? Will John John be able to make the play, make the right moves throughout the season? And stay focused and make a playoff run. We will see. All right, the next team that I have in the playoff hunt is Debo, Debo and Staff and Cooking. Tier he's a tier two team. And it's Reese. Now Reese had Dalvin Cook fall into his lap at pick nine. Good for him. Solid pick. He got Greg Kittle at pick sixty four. Solid pick. Now he got Matthew Stafford. Now that's gonna be he got Matthew Stafford at a fairly good at a fairly good draft position. But let's see which Matthew Stafford did we get. He's kind of like the stock market up and down. Okay. Now his wide receivers. Okay, Debo Samuel. He got him at pick 16. He was kind of stuck between a rock, rock and a hard place at Debo Samuel ADP. But can Debo Sanders give you the numbers that he gave you last year? Remember, he got you nine rushing touchdowns last year, so I don't know if he's going to give you that value. We will see. Now, Zaylen Rottle at pick number 33. Now, remember, you got two of throwing the ball, 
And you got Tyreek. Is there enough miles to foot feed in Miami? Now his his RB two is Clyde Edwards Hilaire at pick number fifty seven. Let's see what kind of value he's gonna get. Good pickup. Um, late flyer and Rond- Rondell Moore pick, pick one fifty three. Now the possibilities for for Reese, I think it ranges from him not making the playoffs to being a playoff hunt every year. So let's just see um, how Reese do- does this season. All right, my next team that's in the playoff hunt is Swift with it, Mike. Now Mike drafted a bunch of players who has no prior history of being game changers, but this could be, but this could be their year that they can get it done. His first two picks was running backs, which is Joe Mixon and DeAndre Swift at pick 11 and 12. My question for Mike, my question for Mike, should you went ahead and got a wide receiver one with one of those picks? Okay, my, that's my question. But he decided to not do that. So his wide receivers, he went, he went with pick three and, three and four, A.J. Brown and Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis for the for the Bills, a major wild card. This could be the breakout season for Gabriel Davis. We will see. Now, Mike, 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 Mike. You drafted Trevor Lawrence and pick 133. Who does that? Who waits that long to draft a player who had a slew of interceptions last year? A slew, I mean, not too many touchdowns. What I see on film, and what I see on film, is he worth you drafting him to be your number one guy? I think right now you're having a little trepidation yourself because you picked up famous Jameis off the wire. So now you got two quarterbacks. You know the old adage, adage, if you got two quarterbacks, you got none. So let's see what kind of moves that Mike make throughout the season. Will he get to tier one and be in a playoff hunt? We will see. All right, the last team that's tier two in a playoff hunt, it goes by Cool. Cool hand Loke. Um, but before I get into some of his players, um, he had the audacity to start the season that says him he was a new league winner. That was the name of his team. And then he kind of like backpedal. He re- he backpedal, he retracted to change his name. Who does that? How can you go and say yourself the new the new league re- winner and then you change your name? What is it? Are you afraid? You scared? I don't know. Let's move forward. Now, he drafted a nice stable of running backs. Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Chase Edmonds, James Robinson, Darrell Henderson. Now, I don't even I don't even have to study anybody's roster. Undisputedly, you got the best set of running backs. But question mark, what will Barkley give you? I don't know. We will see. Zeke, you got him on your bench, so you don't depend on him. So you you good. Atmos, he's already question mark. Robinson, he's not, he's on your bench. Eton got his position. Henderson, he's in his RBCC probably for the whole year. But you got Kamara and Barkley, so let's see how you how you do with them throughout the year. Kamara's a solid pick. He he as you mentioned, Shafty said he's going to be suspended next year, so you should be good. Now. His running, his wide receivers, 
Question mark, question mark, question mark. Courtney Sutherland, Allen Robinson is the second, and Devontae Smith. What kind of production will you be getting out of those running backs? Now, if you're looking for a wide receiver too, okay. Now, you better help, you better help, you better hope that Zeke starts off good and you can try to trick somebody and trade Zeke for our wide receiver too. I don't really see how you're going to get a true wide receiver two with what you're unless you give him two running backs. You're probably going to have to go two running backs for one. If you do, you're probably going to have some takers. Okay. Now, Jalen Hurst at pick number 62. That's probably a solid pick. Um, let's see how Hurst do this season. Now, the new team on the block. Does he have any GM skills? Is he ready for the big time? Is he ready to make that jump, make that leap, to, get, to, to be a playoff team? We will see shortly. All right, let's go to the next tier, tier one. These are the four teams that are currently playoff teams. Let's start with Tim, Team Blake, which is Steven. Overall, Steven had a good draft. Solid picks across the board. Justin Herbert, he got him at pick 50. That was a that was that was a good pickup. Josh Jacobs at pick 47. That was a good pickup. All right. Question marks. Christian McCarthy. CMC Health. When you get a chance, Team Blake, I want you to see how many games that Calvin McCaffrey of CMC played in the last in the last two seasons. You it might you, you might not sleep at night. Also, Aaron Jones, your RB2. When you get a chance, I want you to read the reports on Aaron Jones. And see that AJ AJ Dillon is gonna be split. You might not be getting value with Aaron Jones. Now, what will Darnell Mooney give him? That is a question mark. But with Stevens' ability to find that person that comes out of nowhere, he has a shot to do something to make a run. And it might be somebody who we currently have on his bench I did not mention. All right, let's go to the next one. The usual suspects, which is Corey. Overall, solid draft. Austin Eckler at pick number three. Now, Eckler, he is a he is a PPR monster. Only thing about Eckler, will he be able to give you will he, will he be able to give you a full season? Historically, Eckler misses games. Now his RB2, Javante Williams, like um, Corey mentioned in the interview, he's having a little trepidation about him year two. Let's see how he does. Now, his wide receivers, uh, DJ Moore and Jerry Judy, can they give him consistent production? Now, he got a quality bench. He got Dobbins. Dobbins right now is kind of hobbling. He got he got the Tony wide receiver. Darius Tony, he got Javaris Landry, solid um, people on the bench. Now, Zach Prescott, his quarterback, is a very intriguing fantasy player because Zach can mess around and get you 39, 44 touchdowns, or he can get you 28. So the realm of possibilities for, for Zach can go low, low high, high 20s, low 30s to, to high fours. Let's see how what Zach does. So Corey historically. Is always right there in the hunt to make that move to the championship game. Let's see how Corey does this season. All right, there's two more teams that are left 
for the tier tier one rankings that are playoff teams. Let's go with legendary B Hobbs. Overall, B Hobbs had a had a solid draft, but he took a few risks. The first risk that um, legendary B Hobbs took, he took Jamar Chase over Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook and Camaro's on the board. He went with wide receiver. He went with stud wide receiver. The next risk Legendary B Hobbs took, he wound up drafting Josh Allen at pick 41. Will he bring back the volume? And the probably another risk, Legendary B Hobbs, he picked up DeAndre Hopkins at pick number 80, who was suspended for six games. Now, the reason why that was risky. Because at the time that he picked them, there was three starting running backs on the board. So let's see, would that be come out to be a bad pick when he comes and play? Or did he get a, a midseason trade without giving him anything? All right. Now, the hardest soul, let's say B. Hobbs is team is Josh Allen, CeeDee Lamb, and Jamar Chase. His running backs must produce for him to have a, a run at the championship, which are David Montgomery, Damian Pierce, and... Antonio Gibson. All right, the last team for the tier tier one rankings. Eddie, who goes by Hinkle McRinkleberry. Overall, you can argue that Eddie had the best draft. He had the best draft this season in our league. He drafted Russell Wilson at pick number 77. You can't get no better than that. When you get Russell Wilson pick seven pick seventy-seven, I would just say this nailed it. Now, he got Derrick Henry at pick five. Now, knowing Eddie's history, I knew Eddie was going to pick and run it back at five. I knew he was not going to touch any of those wide receivers. Let's see how King Henry comes back from the injury. But usually King Henry, he gets a lot of volume. So he might be fine with that pick. Now, Nick Chubb at pick number 29. Oh, that is a great, great pickup at 29. Great pickup for Eddie. And he wound up getting Keenan Allen at pick number 20. Another great pickup. Now, Eddie got Kyle Pitts at 44. So he decided to go with a stud tight end at pick 44 and pass on the quarterback. Like I mentioned before, he got um, Wilson at 77. So looking at those picks, Wilson, Henry, Chubb, Allen, and Pitts, I would just say that he nailed it. Now, he got good backups on his bench. He got Cordell Patterson, um, good backup, and he has a few other players. The question for Eddie, here's the question. All the pedigree that he has, all the knowledge, all the, the, the history he has playing fantasy football in major, major league, will this be finally the season that Eddie Gets rid of that championship drop droughts. We will see. All right. My final thoughts. My final thoughts. I look forward to the crew 153 having a very, very competitive league. There'll be only one team that will be crowned the champion. And I believe the best team will win it all. This is this is legendary B Hobbs signing off for the Crew 153 Fantasy Football Podcast.
the man, the myth, the legend. This is legendary B Hobbs with the Crew 153 Fantasy Football Podcast. Before we get into today's topics, um, in the spirit of full transparency, we have a stack correction. Um, last week it was stated that um, Jameis Winston was owned by um, not swift with not swift with it, which is Mike, which was incorrect. James 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 Winston was owned by Cool Hand Lock by T- Tony, who eventually dropped him. And a stack correction number two, um, it was I stated that Juju, um, who was going to throw the Juju, oh Patrick Mahomes will be will be joining Juju. So that was a stack correction. So we all know the great Patrick Mahomes will be throwing to Juju. All right, I had a chance to interview um, all the fantasy football um, owners, and these was the following questions that I had got a chance to ask each owner. The first question was, you are 1-0. What was your keys to winning it in week number one? Or you are 0-1. What happened that you wasn't able to get the victory in week number one? And the second question was, how confident are you going going into the week number two matchup? What gives you confidence? And lastly, I gave each um, owner a chance to have um, final thoughts. So the first owner that I had a chance to talk to was um, next in line, Hair, Hair Jordan, which is Tim. And this is what Tim had to say for the first question. This is what he stated. He said, this week, this week, we were trying to feel out who, who we are. Our defense showed up in a big way for us. And Devontae Adams did Devontae Adams things. There's not much else I can say about a player that's special. So we were able to do enough to come out on the winning, winning side of things. Going into week number two, he stated, I'm excited to match up against the defending champs. I don't take the matchup lightly. I know they will be ready, especially after a one-week loss. We got some moves to make, but we will be ready. And then his final thoughts are, we are we are carefully evaluating our roster, especially the quarterback position. We want to make sure we have the right guys for our system. No one is guaranteed at this point. Well, next in line, Harry Jordan should, um, in all due respect, he should change his name to team quarterback, and he's trying to figure out which quarterback um, to play this week. Well, Tom Brady's projected 21 points. Joe Burrow projected to get 20. Trey Lance projected to get 20. And Derek Carr projected to get 20. I say, Tim, just throw them all four, just all throw four of those names in the hat and just pull one because they all projected pretty much the same. All right. I got a chance to catch up to the next owner, which, which is um, Team Blake. Ask him the same questions. He stated, we didn't play up to our standards, but luckily Reese Cheatham was who I thought he was. So that's that. Second question. I'm very confident going into week two because I expect a lot of my guys to play better. Had three guys score single digits. They should be more productive. Can't wait. All right, so it looks like that um, Team Blake, which goes by Steven, looks like he's ready um, for his week two matchup. And he has a pretty good solid cast of characters he has um, Justin Herbert and Christian McCaffrey and Mike Evans. So that should be 
some of his top guys on next week. All right, the third owner I got a chance to catch up to was um, Watch Out Wagner, which goes by who was Jason. He stated, my first four picks in the draft came alive in week one and did exactly what I need them to do. Hands down, I have the best group of receivers in this league. With Mahomes coming out strong as well, I'm excited to see this group continue to play well. Just got to remain healthy and injury-free. Going into week two, we know we have a tough matchup against Swift with it. By Mount Rushmore, we have to collectively get 100 points to position us with another win. A free roster change is too. We have to, to happen to run off this team. I'm confident my guys will come out strong and together a w, a w. My final thoughts. Hearing our team been placed in Tier 3 and not making the playoffs this year should be embarrassment to the media. Putting up 170 points in a Week 1 hopefully gets their attention in the rest of the league. Now watch out Wagner doesn't mess around. They will be in the playoffs at the end of the year. I told our guys to lay it all on the field and let the numbers speak. It looks like Watch Out Wagner is playing with a chip on his shoulder this season. Looks like he looks like he has sort of said a Watch Out Wagner. Maybe his name should be he has uh, uh, he has woke up woke up Wagner. Now his Mount Rushmore that he's referring to his four players are Mahomes, Jefferson, Diggs, and Pippen. So that's that's his that's his big four, and he's looking for those guys to um to step up big next week. And um regarding um his running backs, um he's gonna need um some more output from the running backs to um to, to be able to be successful um on next week. So let's continue to watch um watch out Wagner or you can call him he he has woken up Wagner. All right. The next person we got a chance to interview um, was Cool Hand Lock, which goes by Tony. And so this was Tony's um, responses. From a personal perspective, we did not perform to expectation. Grant game script and weather conditions played a role in some scenarios. Six points from Alvin Kamara is a massive letdown. Zero points from Cole Komet in the moon song is a throwaway game that we don't expect to re- repeat. But zero points from Devontae Smith in a game where the, where the Eagles put up 30 is quite concerning. The loss of the combination was not performing and Jason the first foot picks combining for 136 points. Even with two guys getting zero points, we still score the same as Reese. Yikes, he's in trouble this year. Oh, shots fired at Reese. Uh, unsolicited shot fires. We are extremely confident heading to week two for our matchup with Young Conley. He got a couple studs to worry about, but we believe we have more depth and overall better team that should lead us to victory. Depth and some great individual matches give us confidence. I like I like that um, in cool hand lock. I like the confidence. And let's just scroll down and see what his roster is looking at. Um, Alvin Kamara looks like, he, looks like he's... He might not be ready to go, but, but we'll see. But he got some big-time performance last week out of Barkley. He got Jalen Hurts. Let's see if Cool Hand Loke can bounce back from last from last week's anemic performance. All right, that leads me to the next the next owner. It's um, Reese, Debo, and Staff Cooking. 
He stated, I'm 0-1. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call out my starting quarterback, Matt Stafford. I think we both had a Super Bowl hangover. I'm confident going forward because I think we got a wake-up call. There are some good things that I saw for my team. Russell White, I look forward to Mike Williams stepping up. And his final thoughts was next play game mentality. All right, let's take a little look at, at Reese's roster and see what he has over here. Okay, he has um, – you got to be kind of concerning when you draft the tight end. He didn't play week one and maybe not play week two. And then he might have to go back with Albert O. Um, Stafford, he's like the stock market up and down. Um, CEH, he wound up getting two close touchdowns. But let's see, can Dalvin – let's see, can Dalvin Cook um, be cooking this week? And let's see, can Mike Williams get an uptick, uptick in targets due to um, – the absence of Keenan Allen due to injury. All right, the next owner I got a chance to catch up with was the usual suspects to go back. Corey, he stated, well, my team didn't perform well. My quarterback was awful, and three of my skill guys gave me basically nothing. And he stated about, I actually do feel confident in my team due to the fact that some of my players show great promise, and hopefully I can find a good quarterback on the wire. If someone will bounce back. And his final thoughts were, only final thought is, I'm ready to get back out there and prove we are a good team. It looks like Corey, by him um, losing um, week one, that when you sometimes, when you lose in week one, you just cannot wait to, to, to play immediately. Um, so Corey, he, as he stated, he's going to have to um, find a quarterback on the wire. But we know that um, watch out Wagner and team quarterback, which is actually next in line here, George, they had seven between them. So there's a few players on, on the wire, but um, he's going to need more out of Austin Eckler, um, Judy and Javante Williams. Um, they looked good pretty last night, um, The two of the Broncos players. All right, let's go to the next owner. The next owner is um, Mike. He goes by Swift with it. Our keys to week one victory were the balance scoring from our big three, Swift, Mixon, and Brown. Comparing pieces like Gabe Davis and Marquise Brown showed up as well. We have a win by committee approach. We will need more of the same next week. We are a confident team. We understand our assignment is hefty with a juggernaut. Watch out wide and come into town. We will get better production from our quarterback and play with urgency and hearts. His final thoughts. We are projected to finish last. We're here to shock the world. They didn't believe in us, but God did. All right. So it's looking like Mike is looking for some um, divine intervention to um, to um, pull him um, for fantasy victories. Um, that's a conversation um, for another day. Let's look at his roster. Um, he, he does have a balanced roster. Um, let's see what the balanced roster be able to um, – to perform on a consistent basis because we know that A.J. Brown and Gabe Davis gave him some performances. Let's see, can they continue to do that? And let's see, um, is Swift going to give him numbers uh, moving forward? But um, it should be a good matchup between Watch Out Wagner and Swift with, Swift with it next week. All right, the next owner I got a chance to catch up with. Oh, that was the, yep, that was the last owner that I had a chance to actually um, – speak with um this week all right my next segment um 
it's it's game it's week number one um recaps. Just a quick summary um of what I saw um this past week in the matchups. Let's start off with the first matchup um, of week number one. We had Watch Out Wagner versus Cool Hand Lock. This was a this was a mismatch. This was arguably David versus Goliath. This was Mike Tyson versus Leon Spink. It was it wasn't even close. When the game first started, it was over. It was over in the first half. Watch out, Wagner had had big time performances um, for Mahomes, Justin Jeffries, Stephon Diggs, and Michael Pippen. And like it was stated earlier, they got him 136 points. And Cool Hand Lock um, had abysmal performances from um, from Kamara. He had Kamara. He had six. A. Rob had two. Um, Cole Kmet had zero. And Devontae Smith had said zero. So four position players combined for eight. What an embarrassing defeat by the new league winner. Oops, my fault. He changed his name to um, Scared Cool Lock. No, I'm sorry. Not Scared Cool Lock. It was Cool Hand Lock. All right, the next game. The next the next um, game I want to recap was Team Blake versus Debo. Staff, Staff and Cook. Um, Team Blake won a winning. 111 to 90 to 97.5. It really wasn't even that close. Team um, Team Blake got performances from Justin Harbors and Mike Evans led the way with 28 and 18 respectively. And um CMC chipped in in 18. And Debo Stephen Cook got pedestrian performances from Deep Um Debo. Samuel had 12. Stafford had nine. Dalvin Cook had 13. And that wasn't enough. Um it looks like um, Team Blake just just does what he does all the time when he plays um, Reese. He just he just continues to beat him. So we'll see um, what's going to happen next week for both um, franchises. All right, let's go to the next recap. We had Legendary B Hobbs versus the, the unusual suspect um, game recap. Um, Justin Allen had thirty six. Jamar Chase had twenty eight. Um, Gibson, the running back from for the Commodores, they combined for 82 out of 113 for Legendary B. Hobbs. The usual suspect got some very poor performances. Zach Prescott had four, left the game with a hand injury. DJ Moore had seven. Kadarius Tony had two. Austin Eckler had 10. But Jerry Judy and Javante Williams, they did look promising and they did show up for the Broncos. So let's see what Corey can do next week as he has to um Shake up his lineup big time because he got he got injuries. He got um, Prescott, um, like I mentioned before, he's out. Um, he got Godwin, he's out. So he's gonna have to do some um, some some real coaching in GM. All right, the next the next um, game is um, want to recap was next next in line versus John Conley. Next in line is owned by Tim. He got a massive performance by Devontae Adams. He got thirty. And um, the play of the week, the play of the week, he played the Pittsburgh Steelers defense versus the Cincinnati Bengals, and he got him 23 points. I don't know how he did that, but he did it. Kudos to Tim for that amazing play. And young Conley got poor performances from um, um, A-Rod got three, DK Madcalf got eight, and Jonathan Taylor um, had a good performance um, with 27 points. All right, two more game recaps we got. We got um, Team Cheatham versus Hinkle McRinkleberry. Um, Team Cheatham 
who's owned by Jared, 124 to, to 124.5. And the line number seven pick, Travis Kelsey, um, had 26 points. Lamar Jackson had 25, and he had balanced scoring. Hinkle McRinkleberry had disappointing performances from Derrick Henry, eight, Cal Pitts, three, Adam Thielen, six. I don't see can Eddie bounce back next week. Um, he got a player out in Keenan Allen. And let's see, can Team Cheatham continue the, um, the winning ways? Now, the game of the week, the game of the week, it was, it, it was a magical game. It was exciting to follow. We had Swift with it versus Muscle Milk of Magnesium. And Swift with it won 135, 135.5 to 133. What a matchup. Swift with it had balanced scoring. Swift had 26. A.J. Brown had 25. Lead the team in scoring. Melissa Milk got a solid 31 from, from Cooper Cup, who has lunch with Matthew Stafford very frequently. Cam Akers was a very disappointing. I believe he got um, three rushing attempts for zero fantasy points. Going into Monday's night, going into Monday's night football game, Melissa Milk was down by 30.5. And he had Leonard Fournette. And Dawson chose to go, and he got 28 from them. And he had a chance all up to the last couple of drives to pull it off. But uh, Swiftly won, won a very close one. And that's um, the recap from week number one. All right, my next segment is the tier rankings. Um, let's start off this. Let's start off with the tier three. Um, these are the non-playoff teams. Week two um, tier rankings. We got Watch Out Wagner, Team Cheatham, Next in Line Hair Jordan, and Muscle Muscle Magnesium. It's a team three non-playoff teams. Team two, um, teams in the playoff hunt. We got Young Conley, D-Boy and Staff and Cooking. We got um, Swift with it and Cool Hand Lock. And the tier one rankings, the playoff teams, Legendary B-Hops, Team Blake, Usual Suspects, and Hinkle McRinkleberry. All right, the week two matchups. We got Legendary B-Hops 1-0 versus Team Blake. Muscle Michael Magnesium 0-1 versus Hank McRinkleberry, who's 0-1. Team Cheatham 1-0 versus the Usual Suspects 0-1. Then we got Swift with it 1-0 versus Watch Out Wagner 1-0. That's the game of the week. We got Cool Hand Lock 0-1 versus Young Conley 0-1. We got Debo Staff and, and Debo Staff and Cooking 0-1 versus Next in Line Hair Jordan, which is 1-1. My final thoughts: Week two is going to be a very exciting games. Um, I'm looking forward to watching all the games next week. It should be very entertaining, and I think that um, I think that most of the teams got a chance to win. This is all I have for this week. This is Legend and B Hobbs signing out with the Crew 153 Fantasy Football Podcast.